I'm going to be honest with you. St. Thomas Aquinas talks again today about the sorrow of Jesus, and I just don't know how much more I can talk about his suffering and sorrow and continue to put different spins on it or um, anything else just without just feeling like I want to cry myself. Because when I think about Jesus's sorrows, the title for St. Thomas Aquinas's Lenten meditation for today is How Great Was the Sorrow of Our Lord in his passion. And anytime that I think about his sorrow, I'm always trying to relate it, right? So I'm trying to think of stories that I could share with you, trying to think of situations in my life where I really had to lean on the fact that Christ's sorrow was, you know, my the depth of my sorrow I attempted to join to Christ on the cross. So it makes me feel really sad. I'm just like, okay, what what's the saddest moment in my life? And obviously I think about, you know, my miscarriage. That was a really hard time. I, in particular, thinking about it tonight, trying to figure out like what I want to talk about exactly, what I want to share with you. I am thinking about a particular friend that I had at the time who had not ever been pregnant, wasn't sure if she ever wanted children, and her husband had experienced a TBI, I believe it was due to a stroke, if I remember correctly, and she and I had talked a lot about it and everything else. Since I had had the brain surgery, I understood a lot of the vernacular surrounding the brain, and, you know, she and I were pretty close. She would come to me and talk to me about that stuff, and I remember sharing with her that I had miscarried the baby, and she she didn't really, she wasn't really that good of a friend back to me. And maybe a few days or I don't know, however long into my miscarriage um, situation. See, I'm feeling so sad. Um, she texted me about her husband and it had something to do with his brain and this or that. And I got really, really, really upset. It was like, no, I'm not just going to be this person that you call on whenever you're having a hard day when I'm sitting here like bleeding profusely, losing this baby that I desperately wanted, that you knew how badly I wanted, and you aren't being present for me. And yet I'm supposed to sacrifice everything right now and you want me to be present for you. And our friendship broke. We we have not been friends since then. And she was a really important person to me. And I wonder, I probably left a terrible taste in her mouth. I mean, I do feel bad about her situation. I feel bad about how I responded. And at the same time, I, I, I did desperately want her support during that time. And I didn't receive it. And instead of an apology, I don't even remember. She might have apologized at the time, but the damage might have already been done on my end. Like, I might have just been so hurt at that point. Um, and so I'm, like, just thinking about that. And, you know, I don't think about that situation a lot, obviously. Um, it's a funny thing about memories, right? The When you remember them, you're really remembering the last time you remembered it or whatever it is that they say. But, but it does also bring to mind for me the fact that when Jesus was dying on the cross, 
as the son of God, as an eternal being, um, he knew the depth of suffering that his mother was experiencing, watching him be beaten, be nailed to the cross, be spat on, um, having to see her son naked on the cross, assuming he had to go to the bathroom at some point while he was on the cross to think about excrements coming from his body, um, for the public to see and laugh at and mock and whatever else. Um, the, the fact that he knew the depth of sorrow that she was experiencing having to watch that, that in, a, in and of itself carries a very deep sorrow um, because Mary would have just been so broken at the foot of the cross. And, and the fact that Jesus knew exactly how broken she was feeling because he, he was fully God as well, is was um like that sorrow on his heart as well would have been just so heavy and you know obviously a miscarriage at six weeks pregnant is not the same as seeing a full-grown child die a painful death and and even within that like the sorrow that I experienced was so devastating um, I just can't even imagine what it what it would be like, you know, now even with my children, the ages that they are, um, and my oldest is only five, like having all those years and then having everything go through, I, I can't even imagine the depth of that sorrow. And so um, I like, I feel like I just have this little tiny snippet, right? And so to think that Jesus also carried that sorrow in his heart while he was going through all of this too, um, just really is such a powerful testament to the sorrow and suffering that he was willing to endure for us. And, um, you know, I mean, he, he basically died alone on that cross, right? His apostles abandoned him. They left and then they went and they hid in the upper room, right? And, um, and just everything else. It just, yeah, such a difficult situation. And so I just think I'm very glad that tomorrow kind of takes a little bit of a turn because it's talking about, um, you know, St. Thomas Aquinas talks about how it was fitting that Christ should be crucified with the thieves. It's like, great, yes, let's talk about the thieves. I can talk about that. Let's do that. But focusing so much on his suffering and his sorrow and everything else is very heavy for my heart to have to talk about. And maybe that's good. Maybe it's because it needs to be shared. Maybe there is something that the Lord is trying to draw out in my mind or in my heart, um, you know, to, to be able to unify myself closer to him. But shoot, it's hard and I don't like it very much. It's uncomfortable and I just, I prefer to be happy and laughing and having fun, but maybe being on this side of sadness is going to help open up that pathway to be able to be just a little bit more joyful, a little bit happier, a little bit more fun. And I can just place my trust in the Lord that he is going to redeem it because when my heart feels this heavy, I, I shut down a little bit, but Maybe after another good night's sleep and another good morning of rejuvenation, we will be back at square one and focus a little bit more on, you know, well, yeah, be grateful for the time that we do spend meditating on where is our heart broken because it's only in having an awareness of where it's broken that it can truly be healed. So... 
God bless you. May the Lord offer those awarenesses to yourself where those broken crevices are in your heart as well. And may he bring healing and enlightenment to your soul um, that his sorrow may meet yours and that your sorrow may meet his. I'll chat with you guys tomorrow.